So you totally changed the tone of your voice from eh to uh. <laughs> Vincent Vega. Exactly. <laughs> you knew what I was getting at. Yes. With your, your whole beard and primal look going on. Yes, I do have the beard for hunting. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're primal. I am very primal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill me some deer. I hope so. I'm going to be cleaning out the freezer. Hey, be honest with you, if I was back in trucking, driving that is, I wonder, does anybody carry their deer rifle in their truck? I, I don't, I don't know. That's something, I mean, like, I wonder. Would it be, I mean, I know you can be armed. That's, that's what I'm, I was just thinking that. But. Like, for real, if, if you can carry your gun. As far as legally, yeah, right. Why couldn't you carry your deer rifle? And then when you know you're going to be, you know, you got a thirty-four coming. Hey, dispatcher, dispatch me to Pennsylvania, where you know, you know, what I mean, or, or West Virginia, because I'll like, be hunting some rabbits. Right, because like when we go hunting, we'll go hunting in other states, and we'll like I went on last online last night and bought my West Virginia hunting license. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't a trucker do the same thing? You know, and then the ones that have a reefer. See, that's where I think, because you'd have to ship the meat back or get it processed and then come back for it. So I would say that would be. You don't have to get it processed. You take it home. We processed our own deer last year. I right? know, but if you're, you know, traveling, it would be. Yeah. Depending I, on what you're doing, you might not be able to have the ability to process it. So you might say, okay, I'm going to process it and I'll be back in three weeks to pick it up because they're true. from the area and they know the person. Yeah, that's very true. So if you're a, a trucker and you're a hunter, you have to try to make, you would just have to come up with some kind of logistics to get the deer from the state you killed it in to your home, homeland, yeah. your home state. Right. Yeah. To I mean, Fiza. I think it would be fun, though. You know that to I try bet it to, would. yeah, to try to you know, hunt while you're on the road. <laughs> I know there's truckers. A lot of truckers carry a fishing pole. That I heard. That I have heard many times. Right, and you know if they're near somewhere where they're laid over, and they want to go toss in a line somewhere, they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. Some of them even carry like little fl- fly rods. But anyways. that'd be really cool. Can you imagine all the different types of fish i mean i know from where we're from my dad used to get like the rainbow trout and i've heard you mention brookies i've heard you've mentioned you know we we get gulf and freshwater freshwater here and i know up north there is different types of fish you know just they, they're all different from the different areas could you imagine going to so many different places in different lakes and just trying their different fish yeah, I mean, I think it would be awesome. I mean, I'm all about the outdoors. You know that. Yeah. So anyways, hey, if you're a truck driver and you do hunt, I mean, I don't, it's kind of a, maybe people are probably going to go, Troy, you sound really stupid. Who would carry their deer rifle in their semi truck? And probably the answer is probably next to none, but there may be somebody out there that carries a, a, a rifle and when they have a chance, they hunt. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's legal. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of out in left field on that. But anyways, if you guys got the answer to that, send me a message, Troy at TalkCDL, and tell me I'm either crazy or, hey, I do that stuff. Ruthie, I'm moving on. 
Moving on. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, check out NCI. NCI offers the following. New Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo team, and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you and your family. Check them out today at 888-311-7076. That's 888-7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. Hey, drivers, are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www.drivewise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com. And start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner-operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out DriveWise today. And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed when you're using DriveWise. Check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. Drivers, if you're looking for a local home everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash TalkCDL and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash TalkCDL. Thank you. We're here today. Hey. November 2020. Wow. You realize election year is coming up and it's like the end of 2023 almost. And here we are going into the winter. Hopefully these truck drivers that are now up north driving, you know, they're, they're keeping it safe. Remember one thing I always tell drivers, Ruthann, you are the captain of the ship. I don't care what trucking company you work for. If you're tired or you feel that it's unsafe, park that truck until you are okay with driving it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, you don't want to, you know, one of the things you don't want to do is drive nervous. No, you don't want to do, you don't want to have that stress of, of the, an accident, you know, like trying to prevent, you don't want to have any of that stress on you because it just, it, it's, it makes it more prone for that accident, you know, being nervous on black ice or, you know. Yeah. So anyways. So, Ruthann, I wanna I wanted to talk about a few things today. Okay. On talk CDL. Okay. 
Um, you know, real quick before I forget, when what's our booth number and all our good stuff? You know what's crazy is I was just pulling that up earlier. Louisville you Truck Show. What, what is the dates on the Louisville Truck Show this year? Louisville Truck Show is March 21st through the 23rd at the Kentucky Expo Center. It is, we are in booth 66105. Awesome. So y'all stop. I'm, I've already got a bunch of people that are going to come out, Ruthann, and Yay. hang out with us and maybe interview and sit back behind the booth with us. Yeah, y'all are welcome to come out there. and We're going to be in the corner, too. We got a corner booth. So if you've got time, stop over at Talk CDL's booth and hang out with us and, you know, give us some ideas, whatever you want to do. You know, we're open to everything, right, Ruthann? Well, yeah. I mean, well, I'll have my my little notepad that has for the shout outs for everybody to write it down. And then of course, afterwards we will go through that list and I'll do about five of them each time. Yeah. Just like you, you guys did last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have, have a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that's something in my throat there. You, we will have a, a sheet for shout outs. If you are, you know, solo, you want to shout out as a trucker. That's cool. Or if your company, you guys want us to give you guys a shout out. Hey, this is a shout out to, you know, 75 Chrome shot, whatever. Right. And the, uh, the few times that we can actually do this without, you know, having to, to go through the big spew of, of giving all the details. Yeah. Just a quick shout out. Right. So, and we're going to be in, in Florida at the Florida Truck Show in February. That is in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. So stop down there. You know, that's a great excuse to come to Florida in February, especially yeah. when it's cold and freezing up north. Feb- Fort Lauderdale is normally 70s, 80s in February. Do you know Do you know what this month is? Um, November. Yeah. Okay. What were you doing in November a few years ago? <laughs> I don't know. What was I doing? It's the anniversary of the top podcast. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It's our month anniversary. Yeah, two our month. <laughs> no, but but no, it's true. It was it was what November of 2015 when the podcast started? Right. Wow, you guys know how this podcast started. My son came to me and he said, "Hey, Dad, you should start a podcast." Ruthann, what was my answer? What's a podcast? Oh, yeah, what's a podcast? Seriously, I didn't even know what one was. So if you guys are thinking about starting a podcast, go for it. It's really not that hard to get started. You can get started with next to nothing. And then later on, you know, buy equipment and improve and just keep rolling along. We're thinking eight years. This I is our know. eighth anniversary. It kind of gets crazy, doesn't it? I was talking the other day, and that's what made me think of it, because I was talking the other day to someone, and they said, oh, you have a podcast? You know, like we're just discussing the trucking industry. And I said, yeah. And, you know, I showed them the Facebook page and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize you're like this. She goes, they look at me, they go, you're like a celebrity. I said, "Mm, no, I'm not. (laughs) With truckers. No, I'm not. (laughs) We've got the toughest audience there is. Um, Okay, so here's what I want to talk about today. We got a letter, which you already read this letter. You forwarded it to me from, I'm not going to give the guy's full name. Um, but I want to read this letter because he, he had some concerns and questions. And I want to read the letter to everybody. And, you know, of course, you guys, we invite you to write in and give us your thoughts on this letter, on what your thoughts were. 
And I'm going to tell you what my thoughts are. And then I also reached out to an expert or two about the situation Mm -hmm. for this truck driver. He says, hi, my name is Aaron. I won't put his last name. And he said, and, and to start, I love your show. I have to put that in there. He said, I, ha- I had actually messaged your Facebook page, and you gave me some great advice about getting into trucking. I just had a real quick question, and I wasn't sure who else to ask about it. He said, first off, before I get into it, I greatly enjoy the company I work for. So obviously this... This question that he's going to be asking and this concern is going to be about his company and something I guess they're doing. He says, um, they give us great equipment and take care of us tremendously. Not that it matters, but I drive a 389 10-speed Peterbilt. So, yeah, we have a great uh, equipment. (laughs) He said, but something happened the other day. And I'm a little confused and perplexed about it. He said, I was performing my post trip and one of the spot mirrors on my hood was out of adjustment. So I proceeded to try to adjust it and I actually broke the glass in it. Now this is the guy, he's adjusting it with his hand and he broke it. He said, just to add, we have cameras integrated in our hood mirrors also. So I took a picture. I reported the damage to my safety and garage. And the next day, the safety coordinator called me into the office and informed me that they were going to consider this my first preventable accident. Um, (laughs) He says, I've been driving over the road for just two years now for two different companies and never have had any accident tickets or anything. So this guy's like clean as a whistle, Ruthann. Yeah, it sounds like he takes his job. Was that Old Spice or was that Iris Spring? Oh, that was Iris Spring, wasn't it? The, The soap. Clean as a whistle. Anyways, he said, so you can imagine the blow it kind of hit me with. Oh, And told me that they are going to deduct the cost of the mirror out of my pay. He said they cost about $300 and they would be taking $100 per paycheck out. He said, which in all reality, if that's the case, I really don't have a problem paying for it. He said, yeah, I broke it. But my big question is, how is that a preventable accident? And with your experience and years in the industry, do you agree with this? He said, thank you so much for your time and everything you do for the trucking industry. I honestly wouldn't be in this industry if it weren't for you guys. Thank you again. So first off, thank you for the kind words, Aaron. You know, I want to call you Casey Kasem. I'm Casey Kasem. And this is my co-host, Ruth Ann. Now, seriously. Did you ever hear, watch the show and he reads a letter? From a listener. Yeah. You literally read like he did. It did was I? it was crazy. Okay. Flashback. I went to, to the Casey Kasem school. Okay. So Aaron, Aaron. If we'll, let's let's start off with Aaron. Aaron. Okay. You know, it sounds like the guy's really loves trucking. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got two years, two companies. 
He's never had an accident. He's outside of his truck adjusting the little spot mirror, you know, on the corner of the truck, and he breaks the glass. I can imagine his face at that moment like, what? Yeah. What the heck? But what I like about the guy already, he's like, look, I broke it. I don't have a problem paying for it. That's, yeah. You know, he's, he's saying that. I, I can own up to that, right? Right. So I'm going to just, he asked me if I agree. I'm going to give you that, but I'm going to also tell you what an expert in safety and operations told me in one of the companies I called about this. It's just for case, uh, Casey, for Aaron. <laughs> okay, first off, do I agree with, with the company doing this to him? Absolutely not. No, I agree with zero. That. I zero agree. In fact, if you if 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 you're a truck driver and you've been with them for over a year, and I don't know how long he's been with them. He said he's got two years, two companies. If he's been with them for over a year, okay, and he's never had a bump, and he breaks a mirror with his hand trying to adjust it, and it's on on video to prove it, mm-hmm. okay, I would tell you. The, the company should go, don't worry about it, um, get to the truck stop, and we'll calm check you or whatever, get, get a new mirror. It shouldn't even be a thought of that trucking company to, to want to make him pay for that. I don't agree with it. 389 Pete, nice truck, nice hood, you know, the guy's riding in style, blah, blah, blah. Okay, second off, do I agree that that should be a preventable accident? I think the safety director should be fired. I do. I, I, I honestly don't see. I, a, a preventable accident to me is something where your, your vehicle's actually moving. I don't see you being sitting in a standstill. Not only that, but the cameras would have shown what made it that, that mirror go out of adjustment to begin with, you know? Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's a, an accident is you dr- So. I don't, um, he asked me, do I agree? I said, no, it sounds like you don't agree with the, the company either. No, I don't. Sounds like he still likes his company mm-hmm. and you know, he's not looking to quit. And he respects him enough not to divulge the name right, to did. where we would have blasted them. Yes. Cause I would have loved to put their name on here, but of course I don't have it. Um, so I reached out to a company that has under a thousand trucks. Okay. And I, I basically sent him the letter, um, I said, here, read this. And then I got him on the phone and we were talking. And he said, here's really what it comes down to. He said, what did he sign when he in orientation when he started working for them? Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, that, that's why I reached out to the experts because I'm not that smart. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, let me get somebody that knows this stuff. Um, I was going to say, you're, you're the one that goes, no, no, no. Pat the head. <laughs> yeah, I just react. You know what I mean? Whether it's right or wrong. To me, it's right, but a lot of times it's not right. But anyway, so I reached out to this guy, and he said, really, it depends on what he signed. You know, can they deduct? See, I don't agree that they could take money out of, out of somebody's pocket. In fact, earned money. Every trucking company, in case you drivers don't know this, every when you go to quit, legally, every trucking company owes you every dime that you earned. And this is according to labor relations, and that includes earned bonuses, okay? So, like, when you quit a company and you have, like, say, a a quarterly bonus coming that you earned and you made good on, they legally have have the obligation to pay you. A lot of them will try to get out of it, of course. But I don't see it being legal for a trucking company or anybody 
You know what I mean? To go up, you broke the coffee cup at the office there. You knocked it off the shelf and now you got to pay for it. We're, we're taking it from your page. I don't, I don't personally think they should have the right to do that. I don't think it's legal, but what this guy told me at, at another company said, it really depends. Um, he said, most drivers sign every damn thing. He said, they don't even ask questions. Most of them in orientation, which they should, they should literally stop and actually read everything that they're signing in orientation. He said, unfortunately, if they had him, um, sign a piece of paper stating that if you broke it, we're going to deduct it. You know what I mean? If you cause damage, we're going to deduct, um, if he did sign that, then he said they have legal right to do it. That's what he told me. It's crazy. Yeah. We should call our, our lawyer expert down, the, the trucking lawyer down in Fort Lauderdale, and ask him about it. I'm serious. We should we should get him and and see what he says and, and report back. But anyways, so that's the first part. Do I believe in the deducting of a driver? <laughs> I mean, come on, a $300 mirror. You ought to be embarrassed. You're, you should be ashamed to take a driver's money for a $300 mirror. If the guy has never banged your truck and he's been on time loads and he's a good driver, you should be like, Hey man, no problem, dude. Listen, it's not, you're a good worker. Not a big deal. Move on. You know, that's to me. I really believe that that's the honorable thing for the company to do, but that's just me. Again, I told you I'm not always right. No. And also how he never said it. What did he say? What year it was? The Pete? Well, it's a, it's a 389, so 389 took the place of the 379, so it can't be too old. So, I mean, what, what, what it's regardless of what year um, it is. Well, I was basically meaning that it's not like it's a brand new truck. It has some miles on it. Yeah, exactly. So, you can't sit there and say, oh, it's a brand new. No, it's got a few years in it. You know, it's not, you know, maybe not super old, but it's old enough to where it's not brand new. Yeah, well, again, it's, I mean, a mirror is going to be a mirror. Let me see. I just wanted to look to see what year did the the uh, 389 Peterbilt. It looks like it's saying um, 2006. So it's been out. It's been out longer than I thought it has been. So it took the place of the 379. The 389 is pretty much like the 379, but regardless, I don't agree with it. Now, let's go to the, the preventable accident thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> come on, guys. The guy's not even driving. He's standing on the ground and he breaks the mirror trying to adjust it to be a safe driver. And you're going to put him down for a preventable accident. Fire the safety director, Ruthann. Again, man, I'm just spouting off at the mouth here. Maybe I'm wrong. And I asked the expert about that too. You know what he said? Some companies, he, you know what he said to me? He said, when I worked for, I think it was, he, he was, he worked for UPS. And he said, that would have been a preventable accident. He said, they'll mark you down for everything. That's what he said. So um, if, if that's the case, okay, there are some companies. I said, so you're telling me that if he somehow tore the bunk accidentally, like, like he rolled on the bunk and something was in his pocket and cut the bunk, cut the bed. That's a, he said, some companies will. He said, a scratch, it just you, any, anything. You do any kind of damage, they'll put you down for a preventable accident. And to be honest with you, that's ridiculous. I agree. I agree. The guy's in there spending his life earning your company money and getting pitnance. Getting what? My own word, pitnance. <laughs> What's a pitnance? It means nothing. Barely. Just oh, a little tiny, tiny bit. 
pennies. Wow. Oh, a pin it. Hey, hey, I like that. I like it too. Ruth Ann, you are getting like me. Make up words as you go. Pinnets. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So, I'm glad we agree on this matter. I want everybody to write us write right in on this one, please. Send us your your messages and I know we'll get messages right then. And I want to know what are what are your real thoughts and has this happened to anybody else out there where something ridiculous other than driving the truck you got pegged for a preventable accident. Yeah, what's what's the craziest one that we can find? Well, I, I want to say that's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. Who can outdo the the broken mirror? Yeah, without driving. At a standstill. Yeah, I mean, you know what I said to this other guy, the the expert? I said, here's the problem with with that with me. If I'm outside, or I'll just say, if Aaron's outside his truck, and he's standing there and he's adjusting this mirror, and then he, let's say six months later, he quits. He's been with this company, let's say, a year and a half, right? He he applies with another company and they get this reference back from this trucking company that says he's had a preventable accident. He, he broke a mirror and, and you know, damn well that the report that the reference they get, isn't going to go into explanation. (laughs) So, so what happens is they're going to be wondering, okay, what did you hit Aaron? Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so then they're going to have a uh, a question, and now he's going to have to go into explaining. He's going to have to go into explaining, you know, well, no, this wasn't, I wasn't driving new trucking company. I was standing outside adjusting my mirror. And everybody's going to be going, yeah, right, sure, sir. They have you down for a preventable accident, Aaron. Why don't you just tell us what happened? Right. They're not going to believe him. No, I think you're right. It will be something that's going to be a fight for him. And, you know, that could be if it's one of those companies that are just sneaky and snaky, they might be doing that just so that he would have a hard time going somewhere to get a job and feel that he has to stay there longer. But he does like his company. So that does give him a benefit. It's just really bad that the company or the safety director is going to do something like that. I'm still it's a flabbergasting thing. See, to me, in five years, if he goes to quit and then he goes to apply with a new job, they're going to go, Aaron, your company's saying you have 10 preventables. And then he's going to have to say, no, I was adjusting a mirror. And then another time I, 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 I tripped over the carpet and um, I uh, 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 tore it a little bit. Uh, and then, then another time I was leaning on the, the hood of the truck and uh, uh, the oil from my hand scuffed it a little bit. So that's an accident, too. And, and it was I was be- adjusting the vent for my AC, and those little tiny things broke. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's the ticket. That's an accident. I have a bunch of accidents, but they're really not accidents. I mean, honestly, truly, I, I, I'm disgusted with it. But anyways, moving on. I don't want to beat a dead horse. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, right. write us. Let us know. Moving on. Ruthann, what do you got Moving for Moving on. You got something for us? I do. What do you got? There is a article that came out. I keep getting shocked by my mic. There's an article that had came out, and 
it states, I'm going to read because it's amazing. It's amazing when I read this article how this happened. And the reason I want to read the article instead of giving the brief going on about it. Okay, go ahead. It's because it's got to protect drivers. So here's the line. Ex-prime dispatcher stole $300,000 from truck drivers' fuel cards. Wow. Yes. Wait, wait, he was a dispatcher? He was a dispatcher. I believe it. For Prime. I believe it. So the guy's name is Corey Lewis Hendrickson. And the reason I'm giving you his name, drivers, if you worked for Prime and Corey Lewis Hendrickson happened to be your dispatcher or worked there at the time. Yeah, I would say work there because he probably got a, a way to get into other... Oh, they told him how to do that. He It says how he did it. Go ahead, let's hear it. Okay, so he's a former dispatcher, and believe it or not, he's the former mayor of Willard, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Big Willard. Uh-huh. So before you move this on, I want to just ask you, okay. how, does it say how long he was there? Because you said he got 300000 bucks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Okay, so he pled guilty... In October, to embezzling almost 300000 from truck drivers' fuel cards, abusing his access to their Social Security numbers and other information according to the court documents. Hendrickson did this for five years until Prime found out and they reported him. He worked at the Springfield, Missouri office as a dispatcher where he would search Prime's system and look for former drivers with a positive balance in their um, fuel card stuff. Then he would use the driver's social security numbers and log into their Calm Data accounts to transfer the money from their fuel accounts into his own personal accounts. Jeez. I know. So 300 grand over five years. The one, um, most of the time he stuck around like. So about um, 60 grand a year he was snagging. Yeah. He was limited to cashing checks to the amount of $300. And And Prime said that he ran this scheme 1,078 times. Victims... Yeah. Only. Yeah. Well, I didn't say only, but yes. Um, Victims incurred losses that ranged between less than 100 all the way up to $6,495. Do you imagine a driver that got, got, you know, just about $6,500 taken from them? Can you imagine how angry they are? So anyways... The average loss of a few hundred dollars for other ones then. So between September 9th of 2016 through August 17th of 2021 is when this driver, when when he was doing this. So without the knowledge of authority from Prime or Comdata or the drivers, he was able to go through and um, gain access to the accounts of at least 500 individuals and conducted over 1000 fraudulent activity transactions that resulted in 2000 or $298,737.99. Dang. Yes. Corey, you bad boy. So is he going to jail or what? Yes. Yay. He um as part of his plea agreed to forfeit the property stolen and admitted to knowingly committed these offenses and in effect guilty. The court now, he's got to basically pay every penny back. He's also going to have to um, pay the restitution and uh, fines of $250,000. And he's got to, he's 
faces not more than 20 years of imprisonment to $250 fines and up to four years of supervised release plus two $100 mandatory special assessments and an order of restitution. So he's got like multiple things he's got to do. You know what I'm thinking about? Now, no, I'm serious. I want to say this. I, I just want to kind of delve into this guy's brain for a second. Think about this. Come back, Troy. Come back. Now, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. 2016, you said, is when he started doing this, right? Yes. So there had to be a moment where he tried it and got away with it. And then, like any other crook, he just kept getting away with it. So increasing, doing more, whatever the case mm -hmm. is, right? Mm -hmm. But I bet you there was never a moment where he thought, wow, I could have to owe $600,000 back someday and get up to 20 years in prison. Because I guarantee, I mean, I wouldn't think that he thought that. But now here he is facing a huge prison time. And that's, you said he has to pay back 300000 and then he's got restitution, plus he's got 250000 in fines. Two, 200. So he's got to pay $500,000. Plus the three hundred thousand. Yes, yeah, so okay, it's just so about eight thousand. Eight hundred. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry. So he's just under a million dollars worth everything, probably. Say nine hundred thousand. So you, you and I both know, like for example, with Johnny Acid, Johnny Acid is is never afraid to tell you tell anybody what happened. He's told everybody on the show. He took a bribe in the in the service. He did a year in prison, and he owed like a hundred and some thousand dollars, and they garnish his wages. So they actually take money. The government attaches his wages wherever he goes. So they literally, and this guy here, owing $800,000, is he's, for the rest of his life, they are going to attach a certain amount of this guy's money. They're going to be after him forever. He makes money, they're going to come get it. He, he has money coming, they're going to get it. He, he hits the lottery, they're going to come and get their money. They will always get their money with this guy. You know that. Yeah, I do. I'm, I, just, I just realized, I don't remember them stating how old he is in this article. Okay. So he could end up going into jail and never coming out. Well, if he's an old guy, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. I mean, if he has to go not more than 20 years, so say he does 15, you know, depending on his age, he might be like 60 coming out, too old to really do anything. Man, I would really hope that the guy wasn't, I mean, I always feel bad for a criminal that's like 60s and 70s. It's like, that's eh, somebody that's just never going to learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? But anyways, bottom line, Corey, I'm glad you got caught. And like you said, Ruthann, if you're a driver, you know, and they owe you, you is 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 that what that saying, Ruthann? If you were a driver, and you, you, no, but if I was a driver during 2016 to 2021 for Prime, I would be wanting to know if um, I had money coming that was stolen from me. Right, and that's why I said it. Not that they actually said anything. In fact, Prime's declining to comment anything on this. Um, actually, what happened was is their legal counsel caught wind of this scheme when they were interviewing him about it on his way out of the company and informing authorities of the stolen money. So uh, it was just weird the way, I guess, when he was leaving, they were like questioning him and the way he was answering different questions and stuff made them think something was going on and that's how they end up finding out more really about it. Bottom line is, is he was able to get in of drivers that worked for that company up until 2021 
when he left. So if you worked there during that time, then it would just be wise to just double check and see if there was something that you did have left in your calm data that you didn't realize. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Definitely, if you worked for Prime between 16 and 21, I would definitely be checking because you never know. You know, you never know. And he said it, they've got to make restitution. And I don't have no idea, you know, if, if you'll be able to get a check right away, how much you're owed, blah, blah, blah. But you, sh- you guys should definitely at least call in and say, hey, you know, I heard this on Talk CDL, Trucking Podcast. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. And do the whoop, whoop. Got to do the whoop, whoop. And just say, hey, they're telling me you guys might owe me a couple bucks, you know, <laughs> so check with them and see who knows. Who knows? Anyways, Ruth, I'm moving on. Moving on. So tell me, Ruth, Ann, do you have a place? What, what state are you up to this week? I am in Michigan. Oh, yeah. You were telling me earlier about about the giant burger place. Oh, my gosh, yes. I, I want I want the drivers to know about this place Ruth Ann found. Where's it Where's it at? It's over near Port Huron in that. It's over near the, the uh, Canadian entry uh, into... Uh, Michigan. Uh, what was the name of that? Southgate. Southgate. It's over in Southgate, Michigan for you drivers to visit. But there's a reason why. And Ruth Ann's about to tell you some really interesting stuff. But you know what, Ruth Ann? I've seen some big truckers. Okay. And I've seen some really big truckers that can, you know, eat at the all-you-can-eat buffet and really clean it up. But I don't think they can eat this thing. Well, honestly, when I was reading the article on it, it said... Now I'm gonna give I'm gonna give y'all the details of the weight, and then I want y'all. Uh, then afterwards, I'll tell you what the the what they did. Okay, so this burger. What's the place called? Oh, I'm sorry. It's absolutely ridiculous burger. It is in. It's the name of the burger, but it's in Mally's Sports Bar and or Sports Grill and Bar. So it's the absolutely ridiculous burger mm-hmm. at Mally's Sports Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And Southgate, Michigan. Sports Grill and Bar. I flipped the words. That's okay. No worries. Yes. In Southgate, Michigan. Um, it's actually on North Line Road in Southgate. So um, they are in the Guinness Book of World Records for the largestly commercially sold hamburger. Okay. Thought I'd throw that out there. So, the typical absolutely ridiculous burger weighs in at a hundred and fifty pounds. So, guys, if you're thinking about knocking one of these down, it ain't happening. <laughs> no, because I got to tell you, it's got. Let's see. I got to go back up. Here it is. Fifteen pounds of lettuce. Thirty pounds of bacon. 30 pounds of tomatoes and 36 pounds of cheese. Okay. So, <laughs> and how many pounds of meat? 100, 150. Well, <clears throat> it's, it's, it weighs 150, but you got to take off the three, the 34, the lettuce, the 34, the bacon. Oh, so the total's 150. Yeah. Okay. So, 30, 60, 96, 96. Did, did you give the measurements of the burger? No, it doesn't actually give measurements, but it was it was on man versus food. 
that that show. So okay, so now you were telling me it takes how long to make this thing? It takes twenty two hours to cook it. And you have to prepay, I guess, and yes. and it has to be pre ordered within seventy two hours. You said correct. All right, so if you guys like, I'm serious. You guys want to do something really cool. If you want to surprise the office, maybe let the office pay for it or whatever. How much mm-hmm. does the burger cost, Helen? Three ninety nine. $400. <laughs> okay. This is obviously a party burger. I mean, seriously, that's insane. So $400, 150-pound burger, and you would be the talk of the office if you guys brought one of these bad boys back. Listen to this. The burger is so big that it takes... Like we said, 22 hours to cook. It takes three people to flip the meat over, and it gets 100 pounds of grease that comes off of it while they're cooking it. That's just crazy. Okay, and then during the episode of Man vs. Food, a a team of 41 people couldn't conquer it in the whole two hours that they they did the little thing. So 41 people, well, that would be like... Four pounds each they would have to eat. Yeah, that would be crazy. That's a lot of poundage. Try to put a pound of... I just ate a one-third pound burger today. Well, we're different. Well, I mean, that one-third, that would mean I would have to eat three... I would have to have 12 of those that equal four pounds. Okay. There were Coney burgers. You ask guys around, like, how many Coney burgers did your pap used to eat? Yeah, well, he was a big boy. See? Telling you. <laughs> All right. So, well, anyway, so that's a pretty cool place. Mally's Grill and Bar in Southgate, Michigan, drivers. You guys get a chance to go there. I want a picture of one of those burgers with one of you guys. Even if you're not buying it and somebody's buying one, I need you to do a selfie with the burger. Ruthann, if I was there, I'd do a selfie with that burger. Well, you know what? I am going to send you the thing so that you can actually post it. Yep. Awesome. You know what? Send it over. I'll, I'll superimpose it on, on like a, a 389 Pete. I'll make it look like it broke the mirror for Aaron. <laughs> I, yeah. What do you think? Huh? I think that's funny. I'll, I'll say, hey, look at it. It wasn't Aaron even. It was the burger. A burger did it. Yeah. Wow. So do you have the word of the day? I do. Let's hear it. All righty. Noctambulate. Hit it again. Noctambulate. Noctambulate. It almost sounds like ovulate. (laughs) (laughs) No, think about it. It's think about the word knocked nightly. Ambulate. Um, ambulate. Walking. When you ambulate, you're walking. I never knew that. Yeah. So knocked ambulate is basically night walking to walk about at night to sleepwalk. Knocked ambulate. Mm hmm. That's that's interesting. It right. is. There you go. And we got that word off of? Word genius. Word genius. Making us smart. Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.